This is one part of a multi-episode series with Dr. George Christadoulou. George is a University of Toronto trained dentist and a pioneer in the corporate dental space. His firm, Ultima Dental, was one of the first of its time to use this corporate dentistry model. George and I had a funny introduction. I was sitting in the library one day and I heard an interview taking place behind me. I was initially a little frustrated by the ruckus it caused, but after a few minutes, I was mesmerized by listening to George tell his story of how he built Ultima and I knew I needed to have him on the pod. Ultima has been one of the largest corporate dental offices for a long time and I talked to George about what it was like building something that was so ahead of its time. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Drilling Millions Podcast. The Drilling Drilling Millions Millions Podcast. Lessons from some of the most successful dentists on the planet. Don't talk, just listen. Presented by Sage Dental Partners, your practice transition team. Intellectual, yet stimulating. Coming to you from Toronto. Podcasting Podcasting to the the world. world. This is is Akil Chola. It'd be hard for me to introduce you as just, you know, a dentist because you've done so many incredible things in the space of business and entrepreneurship, which again is, is, is something extremely admirable about yourself and why I wanted to have you on the show. But let's kind of like take it back to when you were a student, you know, just starting off in dentistry. So what kind of student were you? Um, I was one that seemed to want to balance things. Um, <laughs> I know what that I, means. I certainly, <laughs> I certainly was competitive enough to want to get the, the grades. Um, so, you know, we spent a lot of time uh, sitting at home uh, studying. But when um, I was going to say Friday night, but sometimes Thursday night came around, <laughs> there was always, I was always, always looking for an opportunity to have a good time with my friends. That's incredible. I love the balance. And we were, I was fortunate. I mean, I had really good classmates that, that, that also functioned that way. So we, we, we had a good time together. And Toronto is the right place to do it for sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> did you have an entrepreneurial tick in you when you were in dental school or did you just want to be a straight clinician? Um, I think I always did. I mean, when, before I got into dental school, um, I had um, um, created a company where we um, used to move used, used car lots, used, used cars from auction to, to car lots, um, worked as a um, um, and that was our own company. It's my partner and I, my classmate and I started it. And then we'd hired our other students to help us. And we had expanded it to a pretty tough business. Uh, this, was, this was back in high school. So uh, once we oh, went wow. to high school, it was, went a different way. Um, but always, always wanted to, um, I mean, part of being in, in dentistry is always wanted to be sort of uh, my own boss, so to speak. Um, and... Um, what we've built with Ultima is built with that vision in mind. We want our doctors, the people that partner with us to, to, to feel like they're in, they are controlling um, what they're doing, especially the clinical staff. It's hundred percent in their own hands. Uh, and um, I mean, when I started with Tridon, one of the things I did want to see is, is that if they could do it, what was it that I needed to do? And um, uh you know, learned a lot from them, learned what to do. also learned what not to do uh, mm-hmm. because that company is no longer around. Uh, so <laughs> so they, 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 they made some mistakes. Uh, but uh, overall, it was a success. The, the model itself was, was a good model. Um, group practices in retail environments were accessible to, to patients. 
uh, and then give them the best possible care that you can. It was all about providing great care. And then, of course, referrals there and so on and so forth. But that was number one that was being uh, preached. And that's what we we, uh, we try and uh, make sure that all our doctors know and our staff. And you guys are still around. So you're doing something right. And, and, we, and we've been around now since 93. So Incredible. it's like uh, almost 30 years. Incredible. So, so why pursue dentistry to begin with? Because it sounded like you had that you know, inclination towards yeah. the business world. Yeah. I mean, I, it, well, the interesting thing is, is that my undergrad, I, I had a business minor. and I took business courses all through, but I really liked biology. I enjoyed it. I liked the sciences a lot. Um, uh, so, so my fourth, really the, 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 you know, you do better, you, you do better at things that you really like. And I was, I really liked those, the, the science side of the equation. Um, uh, but I also liked, um, using my hands and, um, you know, it was one of those things that I was, as I was flipping through one day, I said, Hey, this is not a bad profession. I can get to use, I can you know, continue biology. I can learn life sciences. I can, I can help people and I can use my hands. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. Still is. <laughs> are, are you still practicing? I see you're in scrubs. So. It's my, it's my comfort. These are my comfort clothes. Oh, um, <laughs> I could just, I could just yeah, see no. the, the, the V-neck. So I can't see me under that, but <laughs> they look like yeah, scrubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, no, this, 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 these are scrubs, but this is just, uh, just comfortable with them. It's nostalgic. Uh, no, stopped, in two, <laughs> stopped in 2005. Uh, and I, I remember that day because 2005 is when I um, got into, uh, started the MBA classes. So there was, there was that, there was the, the business was growing. The, our kids were 10 and 12 at the time, busy with all sorts of stuff, sporting events and this and that. And I started an MBA, something had to, something had to, had to give. And I figured it would be, uh, you know, put dentistry aside for a little while. I'll join it again. And, um, and it's, it's the business took over. Yeah, exactly. Well, you can't put the kids aside. So <laughs> something. No, no, that's, that's, that's no, there's no, there's, there's no, that, that, yeah, that was, that was a no brainer. So, so, so why choose to pursue dentistry um, as well as an MBA? Because some people have the school of thought that business should be taught in dental school, given how many dentists end up becoming business owners. And others say, you know, if you're interested in it, you learn it on your own time. So, so what part are you of? I, I remember going into the, you know, like I said, I did, I, I did, I took um, business courses in my undergrad. And the reason I was taking business courses in my undergrad is, is that I expected to get into dental school, finish dental school, run a business. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we, 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 in certain parts of certain communities, we're the business, biggest business in these little towns. We hire people. We, we, a lot of people depend on us on the business side of the equation, as well as the healthcare. So it, 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 it is important we understand um, how to run a good business. Um, and it's, um, I mean, I took the MBA because we had gone beyond the, 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 the at that time, I think we are 30 plus practices. Um, so I felt that I, I needed, just like I had sharpened my my clinical tools in, in the previous years, I figured I needed to sharpen my business tools and, and it's helped. Right on. No, that's a great decision. And I mean, if you're, it sounded by at that point, you seem to be focused a little bit more on the business than actually the clinical side. So, I mean, having mm-hmm. that, you know, core knowledge is, is, is never a bad thing. Yes. So, yeah. so but I do think, but I do think, but I do think that um, there should be some sort of a format where there are some basic skills 
business skills taught to to our our uh, students. Um, and um, you know, it's not having an accountant come in and tell you how important he is, or having a um, um, you know um, a supplier tell you how important they are, a real estate agent. It's it's really understanding you know what a balance sheet looks like and 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 why it's there and what does a profit and loss statement look like and where you can uh, you know you, you need to concentrate your time and effort and if there's a problem how to fix it you can have other people of course fix it for you uh, but you need i think we need to understand what it is that um, it takes to run a business human resources is is, is massive i mean 80% 90% of our of our time is spent on human resources you need to have an understanding about you know what it is what it's like to 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 run a business and people that are associated with that business and I think that's the that's a common denominator I see amongst all dentists I have on the podcast. We had on Dr. Bill Dorfman, who is uh, he does Katy Perry's teeth and you know ushers, so he's a celebrity dentist out in out in uh, California. And I said, what's the toughest part about running a practice? Because you know, amongst all of his other ventures, he still practices dentistry. And he said, it's still the HR. It's I yeah. can't get away from it. I mean, yeah, that's um, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> we have to deal with people which is a good thing it's a and 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 you know there, there are times when um it becomes tough and you have to you have to learn how to navigate that and and, and how to deal with it. so why do you think that's the case why do you think that there's no business training in dentistry do you think it's a effect of time i think it's i think yeah yeah i mean we get like i said we get a really really good base for what we need to do to go out and, 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 and care for our patients. But even in dentistry, there's much more to learn. Um, so uh, it, it would be nice if there was something that was structured that doctors could go out and, 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 and take. Um, unfortunately, it's left to, it's less structured for, for on the business side than it is on the clinical side. I mean, with the clinical side, you do have things like the panky, like I said, the mish, and you can go through a continuum and you go from here to here to here to here, and then at the end, you're you're capable to do certain certain additional things. There, there isn't anything like that for dentistry. It's uh, you know, yeah. go and take a course here, take a course there. They even they have different ideas, um, and um, go figure it out. Hey, I mean, I mean, you've so, made it now. You should go back and say, "Hey, tuck away one of those histology courses." <laughs> That's pretty <business> course. <laughs> I'm sure you have some more pull than we. <laughs> I think you still need those histology courses. <laughs> Unfortunately, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, it builds up I mean. nicely. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it all comes together after four years, or at least that's what we're told. Yes, it, it will. So, so I. The fourth year, the fourth year was was actually a fun, fun, fun year uh, because you're you're most of the time you're 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 treating patients. I happened, I was fortunate enough to be uh, uh, chosen to go up to Moose Factory uh, with a classmate of mine, Tony Mancuso, who also teaches these hands-on courses, excellent, excellent uh, courses. Uh, but um, him and I went up there, and and you you actually work on live, you know, just full care on patients that are in the uh, OR. 
Um, wow. Yeah, well, you, there's somebody over <laughs> supervising us, of course, but it feels good. You're actually doing Ganesha, you're helping people. That's incredible. Let's transition over to Ultima and how you started that, because that has just expanded to be one of the most amazing stories that I want to get into. But how did you okay. end up starting your first practice? We started, I started the first practice with, the, with my current partner, uh, Dr. Sven Grail. Uh, he's actually a Boston graduate, um, and so is his wife. His mother was also a dentist. But, um, and we don't live too far away from each other, but we didn't know each other until a, um, a patient of mine. Uh, introduced us. Uh, the patient was a guy by the name of Will Mandelson. He had done the same for medical as Tridon was trying to do for dental. He set up walk-in retail medical clinics back in 1986. And, and again, we see them around now, but back in those days, that was a, a novelty. Um, and um, after Tridon had, had, had um, gone away, we all had our own, you know, picked up our, kept our practices but they were individual, um, separate from, from any group. He kept telling me that, you know what, uh, I know you want to do something with dentistry. I think you should put a dental office inside my medical practices because you know, medical practices is, you know, the patients are coming, they're waiting, uh, high traffic volumes, uh, you should do well. And um, at the same time, his lieutenant was talking to Sven Graham, my partner, uh, about the same thing. So uh, when I happened to say, you know what, Will, I think I'm ready to go. Why don't we do something in one of your clinics? He said, you know what, my, uh, my VP has been talking to this other dentist. Perhaps you guys can get together and see what you can do together. And so that's how we met. And that's we set our first practice inside this group called MCI, the doctor's office. Um, they're a medical group, in, mostly in Toronto, but they do have some clinics in Calgary. And the idea was to open up medical dental offices inside all these medical clinics. Um, it, it was working well. We had uh, three and they were doing fine. The first one was down at the first Canadian place. and It was, it got busy almost right away. Um, but unfortunately the gentleman passed away. A uh, new management came in and MCI and they had different ideas. So that's sort of where the real Ultima started. It's, it's uh, we had, we had a core set of clinics, but we then decided to start looking rather than starting them from scratch, is to acquire them. Um, all the good locations at that time were, were pretty much gone, all the malls. So um, uh, it, it was difficult to start de novo in Toronto. Um, and uh, the model at that time, uh, and still is for Ultima, was to acquire uh, practices uh, and, um, and transition the dentists that wanted to transition out support the dentist that wanted uh, um, somebody to come in, take over the business side of the equation, and they just wanted to do the dentistry. So that's what we've been doing for the last almost 30 years. Wow. And, and when you started off with that first dental practice in a, in a medical office, did you ever think that it would grow to the size that it is? Did you have, you know, big aspirations yeah. or were you thinking that yeah. you did? No, no, no. We're going to do it. We're going to do what we did. Amazing. Um, well, actually, just, a, just a, on a side thing, a little interesting, the, 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 the medical group that we first started with, uh, the estate put it up for sale in uh, 2000, 2012. So my partner and I bought it, separate entity outside of Ultima. Um, so they're not still, that's still uh, around. And whenever we get an opportunity to open up a, 
or if we have space or we relocate and we have an opportunity to put a dental office next to it, an Ultima clinic, then we do that as well. Incredible. You know, I'm smiling ear to ear because sometimes I speak to, to individuals and say, oh, it just you know, kind of happened by accident. So I love the intention there because it's almost, you must have manifested it the whole way through, right? You, this is what you kind of envisioned for yourself and you probably work towards that every single day. The, the, the growth of Ultima, absolutely. I mean, we, we, from day one, we were going to go open this thing and go and put it uh, across the country. I'm just taking it back. I, I almost never hear that. So that's, that's really awesome. That's really awesome. And, and, and good on you for, for at that age and, you know, at that stage in your career and not really knowing yeah. what, what's possible, but, you know, executing against it. You know, there's, was it a straight line? I don't know. It wasn't, they were headed ups and downs. Uh, but, you know, it ended up being more ups than, and fewer downs. And every time you made a mistake and went down, you, I think we learned from it and just came back a little stronger and did things a little better the next time. So, so that's what I actually wanted to get to, because again, you started this, you started Ultima around 93, is that right? Mm-hmm. In 93, yeah. and, you, and you graduated, a, you know, a couple of years before that. So you both were still fairly young when you started. So not to say that you're not young now, but. <laughs> no, 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 you know what, it, no, you're absolutely right. My uh, Sven, Sven is younger than I am, but he, he, he had uh, already had history daughters um, one was one years old the other were three my wife was pregnant with my our first child when um when we decided to do this so wow. um our hats off to them too for letting two uh, two guys go off and uh, and um you know do what they dreamed they supported us so 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 what were what were some of those growing pains because i assume that you know you didn't have an mba before that you you had your dds no. although you did do some business training but what were some of those growing pains the biggest one was trying to um, hurdle the the failure of tridon um, when um, tridon tridon failed in two, uh, in 1989 90 um, and there was another recession that hit in 91 um, so um, going and starting practices new and getting bank debt to help you do that was extremely difficult. Nobody would lend this money. Everybody was saying the model doesn't work. Didn't you see what happened to Tridon? And I was going, your model works. <laughs> you just can't make the mistakes they did. So, so yeah. the, um, we self-funded um, for the longest time. Um, and even, even right up until um, about 2000, it was 2016 when we, uh, brought in the private equity group. It was really through um, through um, uh, the company itself that was able to 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 um, you know, on limited financing build itself up to where it was. Yeah. Wow, that was the biggest one. But then all it's all the other one was this concept of well, you know, you're 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 a group. And since you're a group, you 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 always look for shortcuts, and you don't provide good care. And it was a it was a battle to try and make sure that people understood that we're building these entities and running these entities as if we're practicing in them, and as if we're sending our families to them. So we want our doctors to provide the best possible care that they can to these patients, because no matter how much we advertise, no matter how many clinics we have, it's really word of mouth and referral that drives. Uh, drives growth in all these businesses. To this day, no matter how much money I put on advertising, 50% of my patient flow comes from referrals. And that's probably so, a testament to, to their service at, at Ultima. And that's what we try, yes. 
Like what you heard? Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and follow Drilling Millions on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for exclusive clips. 